This is 321 The Pod. Have you noticed that it's no longer just that she says it? You now get the pop-up box where you have to click OK like I'm giving verbal consent. Yeah, it's um, it's that uh, whole accept all the cookies bullshit that we got to go through every time we are uh, we're on the internet now. Apparently, uh, people are stealing things. I've heard on the internet. Yeah, I, I hear that that's a new thing. Do you remember? And this is one of those I'm so old. Uh, I'm so old. I remember <laughs> when YouTube didn't have commercials or like ads. You know what I mean? Like, remember yeah. that when you would actually just type in whatever you wanted in the world, and it would just come up for free, rather than having to watch like an ad for you know Planned Parenthood or something I don't know like every every ad's like <laughs> yeah it's like Planned Parenthood or NRA or yeah uh, it's or... always something that's like wait why am I getting this <laughs> I mean listen I know I'm pregnant but um... <laughs> oh shit welcome to 321 the pod I'm Chris Donovan that's Eric um we fuck around on here all the time <laughs> it's pretty much all we do three uh three stories two idiots one game and the first story i'm gonna lead off with and that's uh avatar story one avatar i've heard of it it's never break- seen it you never went into the theater and saw it never saw it At the first one or the second one i have seen uh about a total of five to seven minutes of the movie the first one because it was on TNT and I've never seen the second one and I've never watched the full first one. Okay. So you know what it is? It's just not my jam. First of all, for me to get interested in an Epic and anything over three hours is an Epic. It's, it's gotta be a Marvel movie. Cause that's the only one I'm giving it some <laughs> leverage or it could be the Godfather. But like outside of that, hey. I typically don't want to be a three hour movie. Right. So Star- when you're going like Star Wars, well, that's like 250 or something. Believe me, that was, <laughs> believe me, when we came on and talked about Star Wars, our first thought was, hey, what if they trimmed that by 15 minutes? Because Well, you, haven't, really you haven't let me talk about Avatar yet. Okay, so let me hear it. <laughs> all right, so my suggestion is the first one, watch it because it is really kind of groundbreaking the way they did it. And it's all, it's, it's kind of fun because it's bouncing between the human world and the blue world and the human world. So there was like a connection there. But the way of water, it's like, they could have cut out the middle two two hours, and it could wow. have been forty minutes at the beginning and forty minutes at the end, and it could have been a better movie. It's it was the same shit. It was like, okay, well, t- you know, what we're gonna do, we're gonna make everyone feel less connected and take out all the humans except for a preteen Tarzan. You stay, and then everybody else is blue. All the same actors. Oh, you're too old. Let's make you blue. Just be voiceover actors now. You can't even do it. The movie's 17 years apart. They're too old. They can't I even know. do it. <laughs> well, now, what do you think about this is obviously going to lead into them doing a three. Of, and there's he said that there's even a chance he could do four and a five. Well, but here's the thing. Heard, if it takes 17 years in between each one, he will be 114 when he completes the final one. Like, I don't <laughs> No, They did a they did. a um, They did what they what they called the um, the Lord of the Rings model, where they did the last three movies all at the same time. OK. So they edited the first one, but here's the thing. If the first edit from all that they recorded was three hours of the same shit we saw before, it better be fucking epic next. And if it's not, uh, I'm going to blow up James Cameron's house. Does he, does he feel the need to make it three hours and some change? Like, do you think that there's a chance, a chance that part three is like two hours and 40 minutes? Like, that would be that could that's the kind of thing that could suck me in when it's like, listen, if I'm gonna invest my time in this fantasy nonsense that you're spewing out, James Cameron, uh, I'm fine. <laughs> you're, you're willing to get me in, but like every 10 minutes that you go over two hours, 
I lose 25% interest, right? Like at a well, certain point, I'm like, I'm sorry, you're at three hours and 20 minutes for your stupid blue movie about Smurfs. <laughs> we can go underwater. Like, you know, yeah, no, it, you know, he was sitting there going, okay, the longest movie ever made is <laughs> three hours and 22 minutes. Okay. Ours is going to be three forty. Yeah, Yeah. We're going to beat that. But here's the thing. We're all idiots. Like we, let him do this to us. We went and watched Titanic seven times in the theater. Oh my it god! It still yeah. sank. Yeah, we knew it was going to happen. What are we doing? Like, why? Are we I did. I, I went and saw Titanic. I, I saw Titanic, but you're absolutely right. I saw Titanic yeah. a bunch of times, and here it is. You know, what it is. It's an ego thing. Similar ham, uh, happened to uh, Lucas when you you need George Lucas to have an editor who's a yes. third party come in and edit it. Right? James Cameron needs someone needs to go tap him on the shoulder and go, James, you've done a marvelous job spending the last eight years filming this one freaking movie. Step aside. We're going to edit it down. We're not going to edit it down to an hour and a half. I get it. This is a big movie. It should be longer, but we're going to do everything possible to get this in the, where two is the first number, right? I don't, care, <laughs> I don't care if it's two hours and 59 minutes and 59 seconds. Our goal as the studio is the first number must be a two. After that, we don't care. But James, that's what we're going to trim the movie down to. And by the way, you know, when you release it on DVD, you're welcome to have your director's cut that adds in the 40 minutes we're going to cut out. You're welcome <laughs> to do that. But for the theatrical release, it has to start with the two. That would be my James Cameron rule. Well, and this would be James Cameron reply. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's just put all three movies together. 20 hours sounds good to me. <laughs> Yeah, good god yeah avatar the way of water is a piece of crap um it, it was it was a good concept but it's just I heard the same it's beautiful movie though, right? like like isn't oh, like visually this... it's great but visually yeah. for three hours i could stare out a window yeah which you uh, have but done. It was just, yeah i have actually or in this prison cell uh but that doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> no the, it, it, it was just the same story the same effing people but they were all blue there was no connection to people real people yeah. and it was just like Oh, look, we're going to train. Oh, look, we're fighting them. Oh, like, are, look, are they constantly telling, are they constantly telling a story or is there like, is it just constant character development? Like, is it just like, the, like with Lord of the Rings, it was like this big, long epic where it's just a movie about freaking walking. They just never <laughs> stop walking. It's like, look, we're going to walk over here. Now we're going to walk over there. And guys, I think you should walk over there while we walk this way and walk over there. That's the whole freaking movie. Is the way that is, is the way of water. Like, is there at least is there character development or is it like we're going to develop a character that means nothing to the plot and then move on but it's going to take 30 minutes or well it was like okay we made the first movie 40 years 30 years ago everybody loved it it was groundbreaking it was visually stunning that generation really dug it now that it's 20 years after we've made the first one we have to bring in younger people into the characters into the um to the characters because they don't know anything about the first movie, so we got to make them relate to these little kids now. So it's uh -huh. like, it's like they made a little kid movie, and not a little kid movie, but like a preteen movie inside of the Avatar movie, and it's like, okay, the adults are fighting and the kids are fighting. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, add a lightsaber. I'll watch it more. <laughs> Just one guy in the middle of it has a lightsaber. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. I guess it doesn't matter what the hell we think because it's doing about four hundred trillion million dollars. Like, there's more zeros behind it than there are in my bank account. Uh, but mine, there's no, there's no number before the zeros. No, it's, no. I have a lot of zeros in my bank account, but the the zero is the first number. 
<laughs> and the second and the third and the, and the third fourth, and the fourth. fourth and then there's you know at the end you got like you know 27 cents and you're fine and, but yeah uh, no, it's a decimal it's, point <laughs> it's making all the money and i think the other reason that this is a bad is bad news i mean it's good news for the movie industry it's bad news because now if he didn't have a big enough ego or head now mm-hmm. james cameron avatar part three is going to be nine hours and 22 minutes because his ego is so big he's like well i'm gonna make a seven hour movie i'm going you know there's no one to constrain him. There's no one to like bring him in. You know how Jurassic Jurassic World, the first one that came back, back like broke all the records and did all yeah. that shit. But then the next one and the next one kind of went. Eh. Yeah, this last. Yeah, one that's what's gonna bad. happen. This last it one was, was pretty okay, bad. but I didn't it was, like it. I mean, at all. it was a dinosaur we, movie. To be fair, I was watching it on a plane, so no, um, no, like no. you know how it is when you watch on a plane, you're only kind of half watching on a plane. But I didn't really. I was like, man, this is a boring freaking movie. I I'll be I'll be pro- I'll be honest. I probably won't go see Avatar three in the theater for the for a month or so after it's out. Yeah. Well, it you won't make be- as much money. Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to make as much money as all of the money, which is what they made <laughs> this time. <laughs> like, there's no money left. And by the way, how many and, and who? If he takes a long time to get this out, we don't even know what the technology is going to be. Right. Even if he releases this four years from now or three years from now, the next the next one, he might. It, the technology might be like, listen, movie theaters might be gone at that point. Like movie theaters might not even exist. We might be watching this uh, where we stream it into the back of our eyeballs and we don't actually uh, uh, go to a theater at all. It's just I wish, uh, I wish they had that. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I'd get that surgery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Widescreen TV in my eyes. Oh man. <laughs> well, well, Avatar, there it is. I don't think it's going to do as well for the third one. Uh, and if it does... James Cameron, stop making movies. Yeah, or just like, I don't know, make something else. <laughs> he's gonna, yeah, he's going to make Pompeii, and we're going to be like, oh, cool, the volcano exploded. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm ready <laughs> for right. story two. Story two. What do you got? Okay. Uh, Chris, we, we, uh, in, a, in another podcast that we did called Bad Ideas, which was a really fun, I, I love doing that one. That was fun. Uh, we came up with this concept of um, going to a funeral uh, remember, it was like hiring. You'd hire us to go to a funeral, and I can't, I can't remember the exact concept of it. But it was something like where we showed up at a funeral and caused problems at a funeral. Oh, like funeral, like uh, let me look it up. But yeah, it's like, uh, it was like wedding crashers. But it was like funeral. okay, so because this story got me thinking about that, uh, I really love that that bad idea that we had. But uh, this is a guy who I don't know. I, maybe this is ego. Or maybe this is just someone who's just having a really sad life, but he did something that I don't think his friends are ever going to forgive him for. You see, a man faked his own death just so he could see who would attend his funeral. It says, a Brazilian man sparked the outrage of friends and family after he faked his death out of pure curiosity to see who would attend the funeral. Uh, an experienced ceremonials, uh, master of ceremonies for various kind of events. The 60-year-old Baltazar Lemos conducted hundreds of funerals, some of which had been attended by as few as two people, others by as much as 500. He had been thinking about how many of his friends and family would actually pay their respects uh, if he ever died. So he decided he'd fake his own death and see and find out for himself. So on January 10th, He posted an ominous message on his social media announcing that at the beginning of this sad afternoon, Balsavar Lemos left us more information coming soon, like a PR release a day before his own PR death release out. Yes. He put his own PR death release because he's like a minor celebrity, like in the area, like a, like a sea level celebrity, like a local, like guy. It's like the equivalent of like your local weatherman kind of thing. Um, Oh, 
A day before the photo taken in front of the Albert Einstein Hospital in Sao Paulo had been posted, <laughs> implying that the ceremonialist had been admitted there, so everyone assumed the worst. Basically, he planned this where he took pictures standing in front of a hospital and then posted it saying, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going into the hospital now. And then there was this PR release that he died. Well, his family was stunned by the announcement because no one had even knew he was sick or thought he was sick. Um, the pe people were calling and asking and wondering around. They were sharing it on social media. And it says it start, uh, people started sharing the news of his passing and they started paying their respects in the comments and asking about the cause of death and no explanation was given. But instead, the time and the place of a funeral was given. Well, Whoa. on the 18th of January, friends and family of Balsazar gathered in a small chapel in Curitiba, Brazil, where they expected it to be a funeral. But at one point, Balthazar's voice started recounting his life. So here's the thing. This is how much ego this guy had. He recorded a video where they're playing it and he's overdubbing these moments from his life. Okay. This is James Cameron again? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So this is the best part. It says, as some of those in the attendance started crying, thinking it was something that he had recorded while he was sick and, and before he died, the altar doors opened and he stepped out in front of everyone. As you can imagine, the best way to describe people's reaction is confusion. Some people started crying. Other people had just had their mouth open. A couple of people fainted. But he explained that he faked his death just to see who would show up. And he um, it didn't go as planned. I guess everyone started <laughs> shouting at him. Okay. And uh, this is a quote. This is, uh, So there's a bunch of quotes. I won't go through all of them. But my favorite one, just because it's like, it's like people were pissed. This is from his aunt. Oh, God. Hey, what do you, what can you say? You get whatever you wanted, Balthazar. You drew attention to yourself and all the groups of all the event photographers and all the people that are now talking about your death and everyone was mourning just because you wanted to play a joke. I think you're a sad, pathetic human. That was his aunt <laughs> saying that. So, Chris, well, I mean, come on. He did fake his death and everybody showed up, but what did everyone? Oh, oh, but here's the thing. How many people are showing up to the next one when it's like really his death, right? Oh, none. But my question is, was Tom Sawyer there? Was Injun Joe there? Was this Huckleberry Finn's death? Like, is this what this is? Because I remember reading that book in high school. Uh, no, but that's true. That's right. When they wanted to see their own deaths. But that's like, okay, it's one thing just to fake your own death. But like this guy took pictures in front of a hospital. He recorded a funeral video. He organized a funeral. You don't just I was like, going to say, did he pay for the funeral himself? Like who paid for the funeral? He probably had to pay at least to rent the church and just threw it on as like an event or, or maybe wouldn't the church was like in on be, it. Wouldn't his parents and his family be like, oh, we got to get this together because no one else is going to handle it. He, you know, like, okay, right. That, and you're raising the exact question I had, Chris, what I want to know is let's say you're the mother and father of this young man and you just, how, how did everything, do you ever wonder how did all this get planned? Like you're walking into the church on the day of the funeral and you're like, uh, Hey, Carlos, did you, did you do this funeral? Uh, no, Martha, I didn't do this funeral. Did you No, I didn't do it. Who the hell set all this up and did all of it? Like, Someone had to plan a funeral and someone had to do all of this stuff. Did no one ask? None of the family members asked like, so how is this being paid for? Who's doing all the plan? Like my, my mother-in-law just recently passed away and what my, my, my wife and her sister and her brother and her mother all had to do was just like days and days of paperwork and yeah. setting things up and like transferring bank accounts and the funeral planning and everything. Like, did the immediate family really just show up going, well, I don't know who planned this, but this is looking pretty good. Like how stupid can they be? Well, I mean, when the smoke started and the big head came out, it was like, don't look behind the curtain. <laughs> they all felt comfortable. 
<laughs> oh man and then uh, this is pretty unforgivable right like this is be, this would be a hard yes. thing to forgive because it's not well, like you just faked it and like said ha 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 you literally basically came out and admitted i did this because for my ego i wanted to see who would show up I, but i also think as the parents entered uh the funeral separately uh and saying to themselves man i wish i would have talked to him in the last 20 years um he probably didn't have a whole lot of friends <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess it was a full packed house, but I don't think it well, would be, in, you know. Um, anybody can pack a McDonald's. Yeah, and, and just the last <laughs> thing he said is he said it took him five months of planning. He said he had the idea five months ago, and uh, he started the process of doing all the planning. So this was like a pretty, uh, and it said all his apologies have fallen mostly on deaf ears. After the people had learned he was, um, that he had a mother who was wheelchair bound and in her oh. late 80s who could have had the heart attack on the news of his death that he never and he's and all of his friends and family claim that no they were not told they were not in on it they were like they knew nothing even his mother and his father didn't know and she didn't have a heart attack when he came out and said surprise surprise hey everyone thinks this is really funny right he jumped out of the coffin, right? Please tell me he jumped out of the coffin. <laughs> uh, well, that's what we would do with our bad ideas episode. It would be like something like way over the top, like literally have the the coffin explode. But like, yeah, um, right. He falls out of it and rolls over, and I'm Willy Wonka. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, man. Well, hey, well, I'm ready for story three. Let's go. Story three. Okay. Um, we we talked uh, one movie at the very top, uh, and now we're going to talk movies plural because Chris. It's that time of the year where all of the Academy Award nominations come out. And my favorite thing is how they do it at like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, um, it's which so I ridiculous. Think, which is so freaking ridiculous. I wanted to go over a few and, and I'm really just, I, for, ever I since. Just, I just ever, found out Avatar was nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, isn't it funny? They, they released it in like December 16th. So it qualified by 15 days, which I think yeah. is, uh, oh, which I think is pretty funny. So um, I'm going to go to, uh, hold on, not doc, best picture. Here it is, best picture. I want to ask, because now I think they're nominating too many movies, first of all. Um, there seems to be no like rhyme or reason with how these nominations happen. I think it's too many movies, There's but 10 of them. I, I want to ask you, you just tell me if you have seen this movie or not. And if you haven't, are you interested? So the first nominee, this is for best picture, okay? Okay. Um, all Quiet on the Western Front. Did you see it? Uh, it's my life. No, I have not seen it. Monique and I did see it. It's based on a really, really old war novel about World War I. Um, it's kind of a long movie. I think it's streaming on HBO Max, if I'm not mistaken. It's pretty good, but it's all in Norwegian. And so you have to do the subtitles. Uh, Netflix. Uh, yeah. Or Netflix. There you go. But Netflix um, has that option where you can actually change it. So there's like voiceover yeah, in, yeah. in English. It's which pretty is good. Cool. It, it very much reminded me of um, kind of like a Dunkirk in a way, or uh, uh, I mean, that it was interesting. Sucked. Yeah. But it was interesting. Yeah. It, you know why? Cause it, it had to avoid, I couldn't understand what he was saying. Uh, oh, that's had, right. Bane was in had it. The, yeah. Bane is in it. I can't understand. Okay. <laughs> um, All right, what else the got? other nominated is Avatar Way of the Water. We know you've uh, seen that. I don't really have an interest in seeing it. And the way you've talked about it, I think my, my <laughs> suspicions are correct. Three is a movie I just watched last night with my wife, The okay. Banshees of Insurance. That's such a funny movie. I love it. No, you haven't seen it. Yeah, I have. Yeah. He comes. Yeah. He doesn't have any of these left. Okay, I have seen right, it with, right. with Colin Farrell and, yeah. and uh, 
in wow, uh, you surprised me. I, I I didn't think you'd say it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. love them in, in Bruges. They were great in Bruges. That so was I'm such like, a good movie. Yeah, yeah. such a good movie. I gotta so, say that this movie, The Banshees of In, in Sharon, were um was pretty good. I I've been watching a lot of depressing movies lately. I told the wife like, can we watch like a freaking like. Uh, I don't know, Jim Carrey talking out of his butt and making fart sounds like movie. Can we watch like a happy movie? Like the last four movies we watched are like really depressing movies. But this movie is 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 about almost nothing. It's well, about you know, this guy that changes his mind that he doesn't like his friend. No, do you know what it's really about, though? Do you know the context behind it? It's about and they hint at it. They allude to it when they talk about the war that's happening on the mainland. This movie is about war. It's about. Uh, uh, any war, civil wars, it's about two sides that we're getting along that all of a sudden are fighting and no one can understand the reasons why and they're willing to do drastic measures. It's, it was about the the war that was going on on the outside was the war that was going on between them. The two of them. Um, the two of them. And that's what it was really about. But, but you know, I thought it was a really good movie and really well acted, but God damn, everything has to be freaking sad. Uh, it was. And, and, and I think the ending of it was, it was quite hilarious where he's like, your finger oh i'm gonna i'm gonna spoil it by the way people so if you're listening mm -hmm. close your ears yeah. uh where he goes your your finger killed my dog and i'll be burning down your house at this time tomorrow yeah so, <laughs> oh, like all nonchalant and then he just went over and did it yeah i think the friend was like well whatever i probably deserve to die or something for how bad i've been yeah. to you. even <laughs> everybody in the bar was like He's going to go burn his house at 10 o'clock tomorrow. All right, yeah. can I get another beer? <laughs> Nobody cared. <laughs> Gotta love the Irish. Um, uh, next up was Elvis. Now, uh, I thought it was a fun movie. It was an entertaining movie, but I didn't like, I mean, I didn't love the movie. I thought it was a, a an acceptable movie that I thought was okay, and I moved on. Um, I, I think the fat Forrest Gump trying to be a war hero from the Civil War was a was a bad character i couldn't get yeah. out of that I yeah well and that's also he's an unreliable narrator narrative uh narrator the 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 guy who is a despicable human being colonel tom parker in real life despicable human being he's the one that like screwed over elvis like on numerous occasions kind of alluded to in the movie but even worse than the movie he's the narrator of the movie so of course you can't believe anything that the narrator says if the narrator is a liar so uh you know do whatever. you think he killed elvis's daughter <laughs> uh, he's been dead for a long time oh and she just passed away okay never mind then okay sorry okay uh <laughs> the other one was everything everywhere all at once have you seen this oh yeah i've seen it twice i watched it once with the wife and then once where we actually tried to get our oldest daughter audrey to watch it who she just thought it was too weird uh so uh, we yeah. really yeah. cool i love i i think this movie really? is so inventive how old your daughter 16 she just thought right. it's too damn weird all right, let's go. Let's go watch. Let's go watch some guy put a butt plug in, babe. Let's go. Come on. That, that was. <laughs> okay. Evelyn was watching it on the plane, and I fell asleep. And I woke up, and they were fighting with dildos. <laughs> so yeah. at that point, uh, I knew I had to watch it again. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I will admit that in that particular scene, which I forgot was in the movie until I was oh, watching it, and no, no, I forgot. And then about one point two seconds before that scene like is happening. I immediately like this rush of information comes in. I'm like, Oh my God, there's a dildo fight coming. And I'm like trying my best to be like, son of a gun. I can't find the remote. I can't find like anything. I'm like, Oh man, I felt like a horrible father, but and it started <laughs> gnarly. It started. Yeah. gnarly. you hear that? That's a train. There's a train running behind me right now. Oh, look at train. They come in every half an hour in morning, two 30, Uh, but yeah, everything everywhere all at once. Good movie. It's won a lot of awards already. Um, it, it, it takes and a I second like to get into it. I like that it's so freaking unique. You know, like, I like that it's yeah. like a weird ass movie. Like, that's kind of cool. 
this is the Spider Verse movie. Uh, uh, the one um, that was uh, Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah, that this is that version of a movie. You know what I mean? How how yeah. way different it was from any other Marvel movie or cartoon or anything. The, another movie that we just watched two nights ago, uh, we were able to stream it, by the way, pretty good streaming copy available online, just saying, uh, The Fablemans, uh, the Steven Spielberg movie. Now, here's what's really interesting about this movie. I liked this movie a lot, and I think okay. it affected me. Like, you know how, like, when you watch a movie, especially if it's an emotional movie, sometimes you get, like, affected by it. Yeah. Um, I, this is what I mean about we've been watching a lot of sad movies. This This movie is basically, basically... Steven Spielberg telling you exactly what happened to him when he grew up, but yet he's using using fake characters to do it. But this is the real story of what happened with his mom and dad. This is the real story of himself. This is the like, in the end, you know, he meets the famous movie director, John Ford. That was like a real meeting that happened. Like he basically is telling you his autobiography, but using fake characters to tell it. So when you watch the movie, just realize that you're watching Steven kind of get out a lot of emotional stuff because it's about the disintegration of his parents' marriage. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. really depressing. Yeah, it's really depressing, but like really well done. Seth Rogen plays a serious role of like a Jewish engineer who's like super like like nerdy jewish like p- pushing the nerd glasses on and is he selling uh, pickles he's selling pickles again <laughs> that's what he did in his pi- did you ever see the pickle movie yeah i did <laughs> funny. um but anyways pretty good movie definitely worth seeing but just kind of depressing because it's about but it's really well done i like that movie i'm kind of rooting for it a little bit the next one up is tar have you seen tar t-a-r uh, I have not, but I've heard about it. It's about the the concert conductor or something, yeah. but it's like three plus hours long. Exactly, which is why if it it's one of those ones that if this movie wins, then I'll seek it out and try and watch it. Me if too. it doesn't win, it's one of those I'll see it ten years from now when I'm like I catch it on on its own. Um, you're flying, next, you're flying continent to continent. You're like, ah, I got seven yeah, hours. Screw it, I got seven hours. Yeah. Uh, next up was a movie I really, really enjoyed. I know you haven't seen it because you haven't seen the first one. A surprise nominee, Top Gun Maverick, which I gotta I ha- say, I so fun. It. You did see it. I did. I loved it. It. I, we watched the original. We watched the original, uh, and then, um, you know, I paused it when they were playing volleyball. Ew. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I, I watched, paused we watched it. the original. You paused it and watched really carefully when they were playing volleyball. Well, my wife wanted me to for some reason. Uh, <laughs> no, but I watched, watched the first one. It was okay. Nothing special. I didn't, I wouldn't, you know, I didn't yeah, watch it, was it a culture, It's a cultural thing, right? It's like a, it, yeah. you had to have had, I had to watch part. it. It's like, you know what it's like? It's like the Princess Bride. If it was yeah. part of your childhood, it's a really important movie to you. If it's Top not Gun Maverick, though, it was good. I liked it. I thought it was super cool. Yeah, and I think that it's. It, I think that if Tom Cruise is ever going to win an award, this has got to be one of the closest ones. Question: Do you think he died in that? In the uh, beginning, the, the, the character Maverick. He died, and everything after that was a fever dream. I can only hope so. Okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, here's one that I have not even heard of. It's uh, it's called Triangle of Sadness. Have you heard of this one at all? No, I'm going to look it up right now, but what is it about? Don't know. Have no clue. Uh, I don't even know the people in it. The other movie that was nominated is a movie called Women Talking, which, hey, great job, people who name movies. Way to get a bunch of men interested (laughs) to go see a movie. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. I'd like you to go see a movie out there. It's called Women Talking. And every guy in America is like, nope, not for me. Don't, not interested. You might as well have just named it... uh, uh, (laughs) sandpaper lined vagina like i'm not going to 
Like, I don't know what is a more turn off thing that you could name your movie besides women talking. Hey guys, would you like to watch three hours of a bunch of dramatic women talking to each other? No, no, I would not. Well, let me, let me read the synopsis. Okay. Do nothing. Stay and fight or leave in 2010. The women of an isolated religious community grapple with reconciling a brutal reality with their faith. Would they kill all the men? Nope, I'm out. I'm out. You lost me. I don't even know what. Now, listen, if they they named it, if they named it church talking, I think they get more people. But you named it women talking. So every man in America, every woman who's trying to take her husband. Hey, do you want to go see a movie this weekend? Yeah, let's go see a movie. What are you interested in? The Fablemans? Do you want to go see everything everywhere all at once? Or, Or Top Gun Maverick again? That movie was awesome. Well, I want to go take you to this 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 drama. Let's go see a drama. Which one? Well, it's called Women Talking. Oh, I'm uh, <coughs> I'm feeling sick. I can't. Yeah, right. <coughs> no, I I'm gonna stay home. You know. That's when on. I'd be like, sure, let's go to that really comfortable theater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Snort right away. Uh, all right, like man, I did with Fifty Shades of Grey or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's uh, let's go ahead and move on to our game because it's uh, it spins off of this. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, I wanted to ask you, we're going to make some picks now. So of the ones I just now, even you, you might have to pick a lot of these when you haven't even seen it, obviously. I'm, right? I'm going to write it. these down make, too. Okay. So you're going to write them down. So for best picture, who is your pick? Who do you, by the way, who do you think will win best picture? Um, well, I'm going to go down the list and cut people off. Uh, All Quiet in the Western Front, not going to win. Avatar, not going to win. The Banshees, maybe. Elvis, not going to win. Everything else, everywhere at once might win. Um, the Fablemans the is shitty, Spielberg. The Fablemans, yeah, but to, I mean, honestly, I would say my pick, personally, I would love to see everything everywhere all at once win. I love I agree rounds. with you. I agree with you. I, I'm with you. But here's the thing. The Academy sucks big gigantic monkey balls let's look at the let's look at the last winners by the way shall we and you ask yourself are you is anyone talking about these movies thinking about these movies or care about these movies hey in uh in a 2022 the movie coda one have you really gone out and seen that movie is it about a dog i don't even know no one freaking knows um in 2000 and uh whatever it is what comes before 2022 2021 uh, did was, they have movies that year? They did. I don't even I'd go know back what one to 2019 when when movies matter. Yeah, but, but <laughs> when was when was the last time that a, a best picture winner was also a best picture that was like a like a movie that people are still watching and talking about? It's just I don't know. I think they screw themselves. Anyways, here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen though. Tom uh, either Tar or Top Gun Maverick is going to win, and it's going to be uh, everybody going, "Oh, cool! One movie everybody saw, and another movie nobody saw." Kind of. Right. Thing. No, you're 100 sorry. I could yeah. see Tar winning just because it's a female-led drama with Kate Blanchett, who's an amazing actress, and everyone seems to really like this movie. And I could see it winning. But everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once, I think is is like a good movie and good enough to win. What about actor in a leading role? You got Austin Butler from Elvis, Colin Farrell from Banshees, Brendan Fraser from The Whale, Paul Mescal from a movie called After Sun, and Bill Nye for a movie called Living. I am jumping on the Brennan Fazer bandwagon on this one. Um, he's gotten all the love and all the other award shows, so I'm just assuming he's going to win. I haven't seen the movie yet, though. It's hard to see. 
yeah, I kind of don't want to see that. Was once again a depressing movie. Like, we can we just make happy movies, please? Yeah, it's um, about a fat guy that eats himself to death or something shit like that. Yeah, right? he also leaves his daughter behind and abandons her. So that's why well, he's. That's just every other man in the world. Yeah, I know. I still. Don't like <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna go with Colin Farrell on this one. I think. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, it, it's a popular enough movie. I don't think that movie is gonna win a lot of awards, but it'll eke out a couple of them. So I think this is one of them. Um, Colin Farrell. Okay, I'm writing these down. Okay, actress in a leading role. You got Kate Blanchett for Tar, Ana de Armas for a movie called Blonde. That was the um, uh, Marilyn Monroe movie. Uh, Andre Riceborough on Two Leslie, Michelle Williams in The Fablemans, who she was really good, and Michelle Yeoh from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Um, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but Michelle Yeoh's been winning a shit ton of awards yes, too. It's her year. I'd say she's taken this one no matter what. I say that that's who I'm hoping wins, but who I think is going to win is they got to give Tar something and they're going to give it to Kate Blanchett for Tar. You think so? I do think so. When's the last movie she made? Your mother. Okay, next yeah, up. I watched that. Uh, <laughs> how do you like that response? Um, how about animated feature film? Have you seen uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio? Talk about fucking depressing. I know, right? Jesus. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Like, we watched that too and i was like son of a bitch like, i know <laughs> i got halfway through and i'm like you know what i'm gonna finish this later I, i'm not feeling right yeah uh pinocchio Mar marcel the shell with shoes on which i actually hear is pretty good puss in boots the last wish <laughs> and turning red i think they're going to give it to marcel the shell with shoes on have you seen it no or do you everyone... just pick that because there's a lot more names connected to this title yeah a lot more names connected to that title I'm gonna say Turning Red, honestly. Really? What? Tell me. Uh, is Turning Red that Disney one? Yeah, it's. Was, um, it, was it any good? We didn't watch. We didn't watch it. Let me make sure I'm talking about the right one before I. Uh, no, that was the porn movie that you were watching before we got. Yeah, on. no, it's Turning Red. Yeah, you should watch this. You could actually like it. You're done. This is this is right up your alley, dude. The whole movie's about girls having their period. Oh, You're surrounded by them. Fantastic. Oh, I would love to watch it. Why don't you we watch a double feature of Turning Red and women talking? Because and that'll get tar. me hot. Yeah, and then Todd, that'll get me hot. Yeah. Okay, final one. Let's pick directing. Best director. Is it for the Banshees of Insurin, uh, Inisherin, Martin McDonough? But you got to say it like this. Martin McDonough. McDonough? Um, uh, everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinart. Uh, the Fableman, Steven Bless Spielberg. You. Tar was done by Todd Field. And Triangle of Sadness is on here again by Rupert Ostlund. Um, Hold on. Have, you never gave me your animated picks. Oh, oh yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, I did. You, I, you, I, okay. I I do think it's long, so, long title, long title. Okay, um, okay. So for directing, is it basically the director of Banshees of Inisherin, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, which is Spielberg, Tar, or Triangle of Sadness, the indie darling that I'm sure everyone likes because it's I don't know. I don't even know why people would like. It. I don't know. I don't know anything about that one. I I don't know who's going to win. I'm going to pick Spielberg. Um, just because it's Spielberg, but whoever does win, if it's not Spielberg, they beat Spielberg. So that's, that's going to be huge. Um, the 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 Academy seems to never give Spielberg an award, kind of like Martin Scorsese, where he finally won for um, what was that one uh, from just a few years back with Leonardo DiCaprio, the uh, The Departed. He finally won for The Departed when he should have won like eight other times before that. Uh, Steven Spielberg is the same way. He, he like he did not win for the long. Like they don't seem to like him as a director enough to give him the award. So I think this is going to be where they give it to Martin McDonough. Really? Yeah. I think they're going to give it to Spielberg because if they don't give it to Spielberg about his own damn life, 
There's nothing he's gonna get. <laughs> I know he's not gonna point. get. He's not gonna get another award. <laughs> I know. I know. So, all right. right, all right. Well, you keep track of that. the The Academy Awards are like sometime in early February. I think it's like February. No, excuse me, March twelfth at the Dolby Theater uh, is when they're taking place. And so, everybody that's wondering, what are the Academy Awards? Oscar. The Oscars. <laughs> the Oscars. Oh, wait, we didn't go for best sound. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guess uh, I'm going to go and pass. Guess what the nominations are? Um, A fart sound. No, dumbass, the movie. Top best Gun Maverick. Because it went like yep, this. That's... I just did it. Was that like the perfect sound effect? Wait, wait, I let's do it again. Here's the plane going by. He just passed out. Eric just passed out right now. He was holding his breath. It, it, it's actually muting you because the sound is so horrible. <laughs> now, uh, Elvis, Batman, Batman. This is like probably the only nomination for the Batman. The Batman. The movie sucked. Anyway, uh, cool. Yeah, that's our that's our picks. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it after the award shows go, and then whoever has the most uh, owes the other person a million dollars. Oh, I love it cool okay uh so you'll be paying me via uh venmo please venmo uh, no venmo i'm gonna i'm gonna pay you, you i'm gonna pay you venno <laughs> venno all right, all right go to all this right, you and, find out all the shit we do and you uh enjoy that cold ass weather that you're uh, experiencing i am i'm gonna uh go outside and uh pee okay <laughs> i'm gonna go to my nice warm bathroom you, and pee oh you jerk ass all, all right, right man Okay, right, later. later. Thank you for listening to 321 The Pod. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. See you soon.